0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Today's best country, it's Froggy 101. I'm Crockett, but more importantly, sitting right next to me is Justin Moore. Good to be here, man. You're going to be in town tonight at the Mohegan Sun Arena with Eric Pasley on Valentine's Day of all days.
2: Yeah, I don't, he and I are going to have to go have a nice dinner together, I guess. <laughs> Candlelight? Uh, since, unless he, he may have brought his wife, but I'll say if neither one of us have our wives, well, I guess we'll be eating together. So that's where I want to start right <laughs> off the bat here.
1: It's Valentine's Day. Are you in any kind of hot water for not being home?
2: I'm not in hot water for not being home. I I have a feeling I'm bo- I'm going to be in hot water uh, because I didn't order flowers in time. Oh, uh, uh, there's I, an audible I, uh, gasp by all the ladies in the room. She'll get them. They're in trouble. Be, she'll get them. They just might be a day late. But you I just, figured it'd be more special if it's not on Valentine's Day. Know what right? you sound like right now? <laughs> a typical guy. <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, man. It's I'm just terrible. No, my wife, actually, she's usually pretty cool about that stuff. She asked me the other day, she goes, you want me to get you anything for Valentine's Day? I go, no, I'd prefer you just leave the money in the bank. There you uh, go. That, that's what I want. So she's like, all right, we don't really get – we didn't even buy stuff for Christmas for each other this year because we – you know, with all the kids, and so we'd rather watch them open them. What, and what do you all say that is being home with you is the best Christmas gift that, that's I can do. That's it. That's all you got
1: to say. So. See, there's no gasp here or no yeah. awe either. The women are not falling uh, for the tricks yeah. here.
2: I should probably not admit these things in no. front of a, a bunch of ladies. So
1: Valentine's Day, now you said you've been with your wife now for, you, you even said 17 before we went on here when you were 17 years
2: old. Yeah, I think we've been together for yeah 17 years
1: so you've had 17 years of valentine's days yeah does it get harder now that you have four kids yeah it gets because yeah. <laughs> well, now just, you gotta buy for
2: a bunch more people yeah it does she's great at all that stuff as far as the kids go and getting all you know she makes it real special for them but uh it does get harder because you know one of us is taking one of them to softball lessons uh and while the other one's taking the other two to dance and you know, obviously, you got to get up, get them to school, and to, you know, we don't, we don't have like a personal assistant or something like that. it's us doing it. You know, so it, it's it's harder to get around and buy flowers and do that kind of stuff. And but, um, you know, uh, at the same time, she's a little more understanding of me. Right. You know, and she knows I'd rather be home than working. Uh, you know, be obviously. with her. But uh, so, yes and no. So we're sitting here with Justin Moore,
1: and I've I've read recently that. You wrote a song for your new son. Yeah.
2: But there's no songs for your daughters. Not specifically for my daughters. Um, They've inspired a lot of the music I've recorded over the last, well, now nine years. And how Um, old is your oldest daughter? She's nine. She's nine. So we got nine, seven, almost five,
1: almost two. So she obviously has an understanding of what's going on. Yeah. Does she get mad at you because there's no something for her no because i've got a tattoo of her uh, birthday so there we I, go.
2: I don't have anything for the other ones I so the other I'll, ones they'll get mad at me when they realize what this tattoo i was gonna say they of. haven't wised up yet too. no but but i've had my other daughters in videos and stuff like that you know like the till my last day video they were in and and different stuff so i figured i had to do something for my, my little buddy so you know. now
1: grow you, you have all the kids are you kind of pushing? So, my father, he pushed. You're going to be a football player and you're going to be a wrestler, and you have no say on your future. That's my
2: wife. She oh, goes, really? south. South's our little boy. She's like, you know, our, our oldest daughter is obsessed with sports, and she's really good. And I mean, softball, basketball, she goes to football camps, she does everything. <laughs> Um, my middle daughter likes basketball, but she's unfortunately as hard as it is for me to take. She doesn't really like softball because baseball is my favorite sport, and uh, I mean I coach them all in their all right. their different uh, leagues. But our our middle two daughters are kind of just take it or leave it. And my wife actually said the other day, she goes, because uh, somebody asked me if I was going to let my son play football. And my wife goes, he don't have a choice. He's playing everything. I mean, <laughs> sorry. So I don't even have to – it only had to come from me.
0: Now,
1: <laughs> it, it, do you think it's because she – so I can, I can relate to this. Do you think it's because she wants your son to have, you know, good morals, have that companionship, or was it like my mother, she just wanted to be out of the house because they had too much energy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bit of both, but more so she's just competitive as heck. Oh, really? And, uh, we, you know, where, I'm, where we live is just a real sports-driven – Sure. town i don't know if you guys remember the movie varsity blues from i think 15 20 years ago we're like that in every sport every sport. it's just the town shuts down for you know the games on whatever sports and season at the time so
1: when the kids get older do you think you're gonna have to do a lot of like national anthems as the guest
2: i don't do national anthems no? i've done them but i i don't i don't like doing national anthems because i've done them at sporting events and different things Quick, funny story. The first time I ever sang the anthem was at Lambeau Field. Um, No big deal. Yeah. And and so my record rep is with me, and it happens to coincide with the night before at midnight, Small Town USA went number one, and that was my first number one. Sure. And so – clearly we we wanted to celebrate that evening um, <laughs> who would it? And, and it was a new, like a day game 11 o'clock 12 o'clock game and which is early for you it's early for me and um, then after a night of partying it's even yeah early. and so we're walking into the stadium and my record rep goes so how many times have you done the anthem or you know i go this will be my first <laughs> and he goes You've never done it at, like, a high school game or nothing? I go, no, this will be my first time. (laughs) And he's losing me. He's going, oh, my gosh. He looks like he's (laughs) hungover. I'm like, man, just give me a shot of whiskey. It'll be fine. There you go. And 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 we did it. It was all good. And he's like, I don't – he said that you're the first artist I've ever heard do that. So, um, so I just – I stick to the coaching now with the girls. I'll let somebody else do the anthems sitting here with Justin Moore, and you brought up your first number one. Today's throwback track is
1: actually your first single to radio written by Randy Hauser. Yeah. Back that thing up.
2: And that went all the way to 38 and then all the way back down. <laughs> now,
1: it's So fun. I blame that on
2: Randy, to be honest with you. That's his fault.
1: So I, I, I personally, I love that song, Thank but I you. think I love the music video more because you had, as much as I did. you have some sort of like
2: mullet thing going on. Oh, yeah.
0: And I wanted I to had know. that through
2: the Backwoods video, yeah.
0: And I
1: wanted to know, are you ever going to bring that back? I don't think my wife would allow me to no? do
2: that. <laughs> was she the so. one that ultimately made it go, or was that a conscious decision? No, for you? I, don't, I don't even know why I did that. I just, you know, at the time we were out on the road so much, uh, you just really never went home. And I just stopped getting haircuts. <laughs> and I just, it grew down about my uh uh, shoulder here, and, and finally I was like, I I'd probably ordered You it. looked in the mirror and said, man, yeah, this Erica. looks yeah, good.
1: But, yeah, no. <laughs> Boy, Justin, <laughs> I you might look have, wonderful. I might have
2: done that then, but I look back now and I go, Woo. I'll leave that to Morgan Wallen now. It, it's funny
1: mm-hmm. because I, I feel kind of embarrassed to tell you this, but I for the longest time, because you always have a hat on, every picture you see of you, I thought you were bald. But, and then most people did. And then I got that CD that was stolen out of my car, yeah. and – in in the pictures,
2: you have a full head of hair. I've got a lot of hair. It's, and it's I, really thick, I turned, I I just turned the page, a hat. and
1: I said, he has hair. <laughs>
2: yeah, a lot of people were like that. They were shocked by I couldn't th-
1: by believe that. it. A full so, head, and you yeah, hide it. I know. Some people would be very upset with you. People that, you know, I,
2: everybody here has a nice head of hair. Yeah, yeah.
1: That man back there is upset.
2: The man well, that I'm bought sorry. you wine is upset that you well, hide that hair. I tell you what, I'm starting to, there's a spot back Uh-oh. here. And uh, time and, to grow the malt mul- Everybody's back out. like, Oh, it's not that bad, <laughs> it's not that bad, son or, or buddy. Uh, and I'm like, It's bad. My dad, it's so bad that my dad came to me one time. We did this interview that was on TV, and I didn't have a hat on. And they, they the camera panned from behind me down. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Son, I saw that interview, and I'm thinking he's gonna go, It was really good. I thought they y'all did a good job or whatever. He goes, You know, that spot. And I go, no. I he goes, you know that bald spot in the back of your head? I go, and at the time I didn't know I had it. Uh, nobody had been this honest with me. <laughs> and uh, and he he goes, you know, they make a little, you know, a tiny little toupee that you could you could put on. And I'm like, it's that bad? Uh, so ever since then I'm like, I just want to shave it off. And my wife's like, no, you have a weird shaped head. You can't do it. And so I guess I'll just do the comb back for the goes forever. 30 years. We're sitting here with Justin
1: Moore. We're going to play his new single. We're going to be right back. Let's hear it for Justin Moore.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Today's best country it's Froggy 101. I'm Crockett joined here with Mr. Justin Moore
2: himself. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. I think the first time I was here was like 12 or 13 years ago, sitting in this room on my radio tour. Pizza over there, uh, the, but it was just me and a guitar. It's come full and, three people <laughs> there you go so it's good to be back so we just heard the new single
1: the ones that didn't make it back and awesome music for you, oh, Thank you. it's it's super touching it's very emotional I had uh, my brother was overseas forever he's finally back and his fiance and watching that it really kind of choked me up because I remember those nights and anybody that had somebody in the military you know that constant th- feel of dread that you know, you don't want to even think about it. Are they going to come home? But I really liked the music video because it wasn't just military. You, yeah. You've you had police officers, firefighters, and teachers. And in today's world, it's very scary, with teachers especially, because nowhere is safe anymore. So I thought it was just yeah. a very
2: well-put-together video, you know. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I can't really take much of the credit for that. Um, the, the kid that shot it for us and directed it is um, – He's actually our social media manager, which you know, when I started this business, that position didn't exist. There was no social media, but now we all kind of have somebody on the road with us to taking pictures and posting stuff to all these different things. and And uh, he came to. He's an unbelievably talented kid. I think he's 23, uh, 24, and uh, his name's Cody Villalobos. But anyway, he came to me with this idea. Cause typically, when you have a, you're going to shoot a video. You'll you have a bunch of directors submit what they call treatments, and we read them, and they're different stories. And how are we going to do this video, right. et cetera, et cetera? And you know, usually the young kids in town don't get a crack at, at these videos because they're expensive to shoot, and you know. Um, but anyway, he had the, he had this great idea. Came he's like, I've got this idea, man. I I just loved it. And so he shot it. Did a great great job. And and um, and kind of to your point about it going beyond our militaries, certainly they deserve all the credit that they get and and much more. Um, But I feel like there are men and women who teach and, and, and are police officers, you know, fire and rescue and all of these people that I don't have time to mention. Um, get very little credit at all, and uh, and I feel like they serve the country also and and help make it a safer, better place. And so we tried to, we tried to honor those men and women as well. And I'm sure you know, going out on tour with this single, you probably just
1: have over, you just get flooded with not only emotions but just other people with their emotion stories that you probably can't even say back without getting emotional.
2: Yeah, they, they, they're that's some of the times where it's. It's, it's tough in a way, you know, meet and greets when you have somebody come up and tell you, you know, whether it be in a school shooting or a sickness or whatever, they've, they've lost their child or, but this song's helping them do this and, and, and kind of piece their life back together. It, it, it is emotional and it really kind of um, opens your eyes as an artist. We know these things, but I think we forget them along the way that our job is... It's fun and 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 people like to sing along and all that, but I feel like we have a higher purpose than just trying to go have hit records and sell as many concert tickets as we can. So, it's 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 pretty special. But there've been times where yeah, it's it's hard to finish a song if you're singing it or whatever because of those conversations that we're fortunate enough to have with with you guys. We're sitting here with Justin Moore. He's live at the Mohegan Sun Arena tonight,
1: and you were saying you know you, you get to it's a much bigger thing than you ever thought and used to be i read somewhere that you used to be in a southern rock band with your uncle yeah so it's it's a big step from being yeah. in a, a rock band with your uncle I, I i need to know the southern rock band did it have a name bad monkey And
2: <laughs> <one> <laughs> uh, hey, what was your role in bad monkey well, was a, i just sang i didn't even play guitar at the time um what was the other one uh I'm forgetting the uh there was a couple of doozy names but I didn't come up with I wasn't even old enough to be in these moose lodges <laughs> and VFWs as we were playing, but uh yeah, I, it, it was the first time I ever had the opportunity to play with a band, you know. What were you guys you Southern Rock, what were you playing? Oh, all Marshall Tucker, ZZ Top, Skynyrd, obviously. Um, I just got the, into all the brothers, uh, and I bought every single Molly Hatchet record there is that I can get my hands I on. Love it.
1: And I was like, man, I hope Bad Monkey does it.
2: Cool <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a Moose Lodge near you, <laughs> Bad Monkey <with laughs> featuring Justin Moore and his uncle. Yeah, exactly. Is your uncle proud now? He is, and he's still playing music. Is uh, he still so, a bad monkey? And no, it's, he's been in three or four different ones mm-hmm. since then. But, yeah, he, he plays piano, and he's a good singer, and, um, you know, definitely helped influence me to play Absolutely. music. You know, and I thought, man, that's pretty cool. And I wanted to play baseball. Um, you know, professionally, which, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but I, I probably could have went and played in college, small college stuff. But um, I started playing music, and I thought I'm never gonna make money playing baseball, um, you know, at this at this rate. And so, I, I fortunately, music was the only thing that kind of filled that void for me. And and I was lucky that my parents didn't didn't go. You're quitting school to do what play me uh, right yeah and uh i
1: wanted to quit school to become a pro wrestler and my parents went let me and i'm not joking i sounds like my tour manager i beg i beg my parents to let me try it my dad's like you're too small you can't make any money and i still hold it against him to this day that's funny man it's, <laughs> no, it's uh, not funny that's a competitive business too <laughs>
2: But, No, I was fortunate that they, they were like, go try it. You can always go back to school. And, and, and I've always been. You want to switch parents? Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Until they walk in at a certain time. Right. Because uh, yeah. you live how far away from your parents? <laughs> like 400 yards or something. <laughs> I can. It takes me like a driver uh, pitching wedge to get there, you know? Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. I got one more thing I got to okay. ask you about. My biggest
1: fear in life is horses. I'm scared to death of horses. Oh, really? Scared. Some people are making fun of me because
2: I'm scared of horses. <laughs> but you got stepped on by a horse. Clearly, I should be, Yeah, uh, right. but I'm too stupid to be afraid of them. You got stepped on during a photo shoot. <clears throat> I did, which is the dumbest thing ever. How did this happen? Um, I've, so I, we didn't. I didn't grow up like riding horses every day, but I grew up riding horses and uh, okay. and and, um, and you know being real familiar with them and know how to ride them and take care of them etc and so long story short my little cousin who's 19 his grandpa gave him two or three horses he said hey can i put them on your land i said yeah put them over there that's fine whatever and i said i'll i may ride them and put put the girls on them and stuff because the girls want horses i said that's a cheaper alternative to me (laughs) buying three or four horses but but anyway um i told him the other day i said man we did this photo shoot this was two three weeks ago i said bring that horse over here go saddle that horse and bring him over here i'm gonna use him in his photo shoot for the album and um uh, and so anyway i rode him around for an hour and he's kind of half uh you know broke i mean he's right. not real i wouldn't put my kid on this horse right. or you <laughs> oh, thank um, you but, um <laughs> so anyway i'm getting off of him and and i've got one boots still in the stirrup for those of you who ride horses you you know you stand up as you're getting off you stand up in the stirrup and and everything was fine and and dandy until my cousin walks up toward this horse his name's cowboy Uh, he decides he wants to take off with me still in the stirrup so (laughs) i fell down still trying to kick my boot out of the stirrup can't get it out and uh, so I did end up getting it out, and uh, and he decided to stomp on Ooh. my other leg. Uh, and I'm like, well, thanks, bro. You, you just took me for a ride. You, you had to stomp on me too. But He's not getting in the photo shoot now. Well, I think it, he's actually – I know he's going to be on the back cover, and he may be on the, the cover cover. So I, 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 I told my, my cousin, I said, after this, maybe time to put Cowboy down. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, obviously, but – um, yeah. But, no, I'm, I'm healing up nicely. Of course, my wife, I'm an idiot and don't go to the doctor like I'm supposed to and stuff. My wife's like, you need to go to the hospital. I'm what like, are gonna what, do? what are they going to do? I'm walking around See? on it. I mean, you know. i so I still ain't been to the doctor. So she goes, I get back. At, we go play shows that weekend. She goes, so did you take, like, ibuprofen and stuff? I go, no, I didn't do nothing. I've iced it a few times. I never bowled it out. I'm an idiot. If, if probably it's not falling off, there's probably nothing in. Yeah.
1: So, Justin uh, Moore, he is live tonight at the Mohegan Sun Arena with Eric Pasley. It's Valentine's Day. If you haven't gotten your girlfriend, your wife, uh, uh, something, this, this could be something. I could get my wife tickets to the show. Th- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then blame them on her when she didn't there, show yeah. up. <laughs> tickets are still on sale. Justin Moore, thanks so much for
2: swinging by the show. Thanks for having us. Man.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,